everybody my name is isaiah moingen and you just turned into the lakes jam podcast presented by listen local we have an awesome show for you guys and we are so stoked we've got some bottles and some beverages we have sidetrack hosting us today ken lacy how you doing you know you just are not excited enough <laughs> i am just, shaking let's you go really, look Jam's, at this crew lake jam is kind of a big deal you're not acting like it at oh all. oh my gosh ken i'm sorry i disappointed you i will try better next time no i love your enthusiasm it's always excellent oh so tell everybody uh, who just tuned in what they're in for we're just gonna have a little fun well i course. think we have like two is there two four nine nine eight seven people here I think this is a record. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely a record. We need, us, yeah. we, we need to get you a bigger board because we need more microphones and more headphones. Yeah, I, I, so, I couldn't agree more. So we got Wayside here. They're going to play some songs. Uh, a newer band over the last year in the Brainerd Lakes area and expanded out from there. Also, uh, PT from The Wolf down in the Twin Cities, Country Station. Um, also, Jack FM, he represents them as well. Um, Bill Satry from KBLB here in the Brainerd Lakes area, 93.3. Oh, sorry. I should give the wolf. Their- hey, there it is. So, so we got, oh, we so got t- the crowd here went crazy for Bill Satry. Thanks. We've got my mom. we've got two radio personalities here tonight. I so did. or today we're midday. <laughs> yeah, maybe too much personality. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of battling going on here. I think so. Yeah. So we got 102.9 versus 93.3 going on today. Got bigger numbers than me. So so we got our radio personalities and we got a band playing some music today. And uh, Wayside's played some pre-jam parties and. Uh, they're going to be at Lakes Jam this year, and also it hasn't been announced yet, but uh, at uh, the Street Outlaws at BIR the weekend before Lakes Jam that Thursday night at BIR, we will have Wayside playing, and there's going to be ten thousand people there, and it might yeah. be pretty yeah, crazy. No uh, no <laughs> All right, I'm going to shut up. Someone else needs to talk. Hi, I'm Jacob. Jacob, Jacob, remember I have a button for you. Just yeah, so you know, <laughs> I'm good. Tell I'm us good. About yourself. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is pretty cool, Isaiah. This is definitely a um, eye opener that we definitely need new microphones, more microphones, more microphones. Yeah. Yep. And it's really weird that I don't have headphones on right now. I so. bet. Yeah, I don't know. Mine. Do you want? I think no, no, no. You want half yeah. of mine? It's already. Yeah. yeah sure. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! I feel like super. Yeah. The, yeah. It's total total, total yeah. game changer. Game changer. It is. Yeah. 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 It, it really is. I think it's just. I think it's just because Jacob likes to hear himself 100%. talk a little bit. Yes. So yeah, one hundred. Radio people, we wouldn't know anything about yeah, like, hearing own voice. Exactly. It'd be really funny if he started talking and he, you know he's talking normal and then he puts the headphones on and then he starts talking like this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, that happens. Oh gosh, I love it, it definitely it. does. It definitely does. Well. Um, Seriously, thank thank you everybody for being here. I mean, this is a, this is awesome. Uh, Lake Sham podcast. We've only done uh, a few episodes here. We're really getting going, and I'm excited. I know the the listeners are excited to hear kind of what everybody has to say, and uh, definitely have some personalities on the other side of the room here. So, um, Bill, would you tell the listeners a little bit about your experience with Lake Sham in the past? And, My experience with Lake Sham, yeah, and you and why I can tell. Yes, correct. Yeah, right. we're not asking you to recall anything you don't recall here. I don't so. know names. There goes that segment. <laughs> we'll be back after this. See you in twenty minutes. Yeah, I mean we we started uh, we started the very first years of Lake Sham. We were out there uh, introducing bands uh, when it was out. 
out in the field, out in the zoo. Oh, yeah. When it, the very first year. Yeah, they're in. So uh, when we were out there, of course, you know, uh, some of those years it would be uh, no electricity out there. I mean, except for what we had for the for the stage. Everything was run with generators and stuff. So you'd camp oh. out there. And uh, when you're camping out there and, and uh, the, the rain would come, everything would flood. <laughs> year two was the mud fest. The year yeah, two, year two was, was it was ridiculous how wet it was that year uh yeah we were like on from uh year one getting started and uh watching this uh event grow from you know a few thousand people out out in the field out at bir to you know where we're at now and where it's going in the future has been so exciting and because you know everything's there that we need to have a successful event you've got camping you've got uh, bathrooms, very big, uh, you know, parking, all of those things are there. Uh, they didn't have to be built from scratch. So that just means that Lakes Jam has been able to grow faster and, and better uh, year after year. And it's, it's been fun to watch it grow. Yeah, it really has. And even me, I mean, I remember being out there for my for the first ever Lakes Jam. And yeah. I, I don't even know if I had a driver's license at that point. And it was <laughs> it was pretty pretty crazy. You had a there. fake though, that's for sure. That's oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Farmington, <laughs> Connecticut. That's We've where I lived. Increased security <laughs> since <laughs> that point in time. <laughs> Farmington, Connecticut. That was yeah. where I resided at the time, but uh, I know what he asked. <laughs> but no. you know, even even the concert bowl has expanded in size considerably through the years. And when when it moved from out in the uh, the hinter regions mm-hmm. uh, in by the condo in the in the grandstand. Boy, that was that was a game changer. It really meant that uh, growth could happen faster. And and boy, I, it really just improved the event so much. Yeah, and I think security wise too. I think we talked with uh, Ken a little bit too about what goes into just securing that that area and having the drag strip and the grandstands right there and having the hotel and really kind of having that buffer zone where things can be controlled a little easier. I'm sure it makes life a lot easier. Friday night for Hardy, we're going to have a lot more security mm-hmm. just saying. Really? Just saying. Yeah, be- <laughs> yeah because everyone's worried about Isaiah going in. Like- oh, stop it. Jumping no, I think stage. Hardy requested it because of Isaiah. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably heard and said, "Oh boy." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just, just wait in the truck. It'll yeah, be just wait in the truck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> see what you did there. Uh, I'll just be in the truck bed. <laughs> He'll be out shortly. Do you lose another thirty odd six? Oh. <laughs> Man, we're gonna keep going, huh? Yeah. We can go. <laughs> oh, how can you not love all the titles oh, of Hardy songs? I mean, I there's so many great, great titles. Having some hell, man. Oh man, so PT, what's so, up? Oh, not too much, brother. How you doing? Good. I'm, I'm good. Good. Tell us a little about your background yourself and your connection here with, to Ken and uh, Lakes Jam. Yeah. I mean, so being kind of from a cities, I guess, Twin Cities represent uh, representation here, you know, one of the things I really appreciate about Lakes Jam is how it's it's kind of got this really cool community vibe in the Brainerd Lakes area. There's a lot of... Uh, you know, not only charities involved, but just like a ton of businesses that are really coming together to to make it possible. And of course, I think a lot of people in the cities, if I can speak, um, you know, for, for people in the cities, like there is this really cool vibe of being in the Brainerd Lakes area. And I think both, both ways, like people that are, that are, that are live in the Brainerd Lakes area, like welcoming people from locally or from the cities and then people from the cities, there's so much connection to this area anyway, right? Whether you've got cabins or friends or whatever, you know? And so I think there's just a lot of, uh, it's, it's just, it's very interesting how like, 
it, it's a big festival, but it feels like a lot more local than that. You know what I mean? And I, I hope I'm doing it justice when I say that, that, you know, and again, I'm not going to name names, but you go to other big festivals and it feels a lot more, you know, corporate-y or big festival-y. Whereas like when I come to Lakes Jam, like I feel like we're all very much more a family. And so that's something that I appreciate uh, for coming from the cities, I guess. Yeah. So our last podcast, Mike Schmidt was on our MC and one of the things he alluded to was it's a one-year anniversary for all the people, the fans, the people working backstage, everyone yeah. else. Lakes Jam's a one-year anniversary of everybody that just loves to be there and each other and have a great time. Well, the anytime you have an event where the number of people that come back year to year is is super significant, which of course Lake Sham is, that's where you're going to get that, right? So like when you have Lake Sham and you've got people here literally on the podcast saying, I remember year one, right? I remember year two, I remember year three. You know, it's like, that's where you're going to get um, a level of loyalty from a standpoint of the event. And I think that's where gonna, you're going to create uh, a lot of that atmosphere. So even from like an outsider who's only been to, I think three Lake Shams, if that's correct. Um, so three out of 10, so 30%. So in the grand scheme of things, I feel like I'm really low here yeah, in, in this in this realm here. Like I got to, I got to step up my game, you know? Um, but in general, like, I think that's a big part of it, like creating that culture and that vibe where like, frankly, the Lake Sham people, like we're all family and that's, that's awesome. You know, it is, it's very much a community. And that, I think that's one of the things that, that that's does set it apart. You're absolutely right. PT that, you know, you do get that community connection with, with not only the businesses and that, but, but also the people that come back year after year. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, this year is going to be the first year we've had Wayside. Yeah. yeah, first so, timers. Do we still have to make them do that first time on the podcast and first time at Lake Sham well, dance? Wait, 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 wait. Is that where is weird. that is that where they have to wear their banana hammocks? Oh. It's our second time. It's we our second. Oh. Too bad that's, it's not a video podcast. I'm sorry. You're right. You know what? That's my. We were bad. on a t-shirt. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we're the last band. Last band. That's yeah, no damn t-shirt. No, we did make the t-shirt. <laughs> oh that, man, that, that was my mistake. I have. I I definitely owe these guys. Are Nobody knew we were playing. So this is, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've got to. I have to get you guys a round of shots for that. Apparently, <laughs> really so. nobody, including Ken, knew you were playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, Just you know what? It goes through my head on Lake Sham weekend. And the way I, I, it's sad that I I forgot that, but but yeah. I did. But so anyways, did you guys play last year then out there. The wheelie bar. In the wheelie bar. It was the first year that they opened that up. Yes. Our side stage and stuff. But another great opportunity for more local, and again, talking about that community thing, more local and regional entertainment opportunities at Lakes Jam than you find at any other festival. For sure, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So remind me now, when you played Lakes Jam, how many gigs had you played before that? Because you did the pre-jam party. I do remember yeah. you played a pre-jam party in St. Matthias for us. So th- yeah, that was, a, I think, your first gig. We did a wedding right before that. We, did, yep. we had to get one gig out of the way before Lakes Jam, and we <laughs> did St. Matthias. Chad didn't give us much ground. He said, uh, let's get uh, two hours together we got Lakes Jam. And I was like, I I heard the wheelie bar was actually your first concert, and then you were going to head over to a different bar, but then Ken bounced you. What the hell is that all about? Because Chris got too drunk. (laughs) Guys, be nice, you know? (laughs) So, so for for those you don't know, Wayside Wayside's made up of Chad Larson, Chris Endress, and Trinity Smelzer. Am I going to mess up your last name? It's all right. Is that close? Smelzer? My last name. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> and, and they're all drinking Bush Lights because Bush Light is the sponsor of Lakes Jam this year. Oh, yeah. Bush Light, he made pours love in the lattes. <laughs> we were Bud Light. We were Bud Light, but about three weeks ago, 
AB decided we're Bushlight. So Lakes Jam is now presented hey, by Bushlight, okay and That's thank awesome. you very much for your yeah, support. We appreciate it. Oh yeah, I've seen that Bushlight activation at other places. I hope you guys get that main double decker stage mm. thing uh, where Ooh. people can. It's so awesome, and then they have like, um, it says push all the way across, and it's pretty sweet. So we got to push for that, Ken. Boy, Ken, I really wish somebody would show up with a big camper that was all tripped out and bush like That would be cool. That would be, <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. I might know we a may, guy. We know, we know some people. Yeah. We know, we know, we know someone know from Fractional Toys, right? Yeah. yeah. Fractional Toys is a sponsor of Lakes Jam. Oh, awesome. I think they have something like you're talking about. I know they do. <laughs> <laughs> I think we could find them a spot. So, Bill. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Still here. <laughs> Thanks for asking. How many other music festivals have you been to in oh, your God. life? Oh, God. Each year? I'm, no, I'm saying lifetime. Oh, God. Like, uh, a rounded number, 20, 30, 40, It's got to be, well, if you if you include every Lakes Jam mm -hmm. plus uh, a few of the other ones, we go to quite a few of them. Yep. In fact, I kind of make it my summer thing to like plan my entire summer around going to festivals and music and, and concerts and things. We went and bought a camper specifically so <laughs> we could go hit as many festivals as possible and have a great time. So I'm glad you've been to a lot because but, my question to you then yeah. is what makes Lakes Jam different? Oh, gosh. Um, well, first of all. Um, wayside. Wayside. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Definitely yep. wayside. They're on the t-shirt last year. <laughs> the wheelie bar. I'm, I'm trying to make up for my mistake. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, good try. But, but the other part of it is going to be the fact that you can use ATVs and UTVs to get around. That, that's huge. When you go to a lot of other festivals, those things are not allowed. And it takes forever to get someplace. Like if uh, one particular festival down in uh, South Central Minnesota, uh, they have they have buses, and and the camping is is a mile away. Uh, yeah, sure, we've got a lot of camping, and and it's spread out all over at, at BIR. But you can get around. I mean, there's there's no problem getting around, and and the party spread out. Uh, with a lot of other festivals, the, the camping is not easy to uh, get to, and 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 this is a huge difference. Uh, it's very convenient. Of course, um, some of the other festivals we go to as well you know, are smaller ones. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, this is one of the largest small festivals you're going to get a chance to enjoy. All the things that I love about the small festivals, we get to enjoy with a larger festival like Lakes Jam, like having the camping nearby, having uh, good camping options, and, um, you know, having great entertainment. So all of these things... Uh, really, I mean, it really plays to the benefits of Lakes Jam. So great entertainment. I think it's about time uh, we hear a little music from Wayside. I think they're going to play some song oh, for us today. Heck yeah, that sounds great. So uh, if you guys want to set up and maybe we'll chat a little bit and then you guys are ready to rock. Well, then switch chairs. <laughs> it's so awkward. I just I'm caught him off guard. I'm not on the right side. He gets confused. And oh, it's no. madness. He doesn't know where to look. <laughs> so our, the last po podcast we recorded, we had Jacob Borgstrom come on and play. But uh, now we've got Wayside. They're going to play some songs throughout our podcast today. And in the future, we're going to try to feature bands in a majority of our podcast. So uh, Did you tune this, is, this yeah. is Wayside. Did you tune you and they will be playing yeah. pre-jam parties this year in a few locations. And at the Street Outlaws in June at BIR. Good. Cause me a laugh when I wear the David mask 
I guess the stones are coming too fast for her now You know I'd like to believe this nervousness will pass All the stones they are throwing are building up a wall I have become cumbersome to this world I have become cumbersome to my girl You know I'd like to believe we can reconcile the past Resurrect those bridges with the naked glance But my old stone face can't seem to bring her down she remembers bridges and burns them to the ground I have become cumbersome to this world I have become cumbersome to my girl Too heavy, too light, too black and too white, too wrong and too right, dead and night. Cumbersome. Too rich and too poor, she's wanted me less and I wanted her more. The bitter taste is cumbersome. No, yeah, no, nah, no. No, no, no. There is a balance between two worlds, one with an arrow and a cross. Regardless of the balance, life has become cumbersome. Too heavy, too light, too black and too white, too wrong and too right, dead and night. Cumbersome. Too rich and too poor, she's wanted me less and I wanted her more. Bit of taste is cumbersome. No, yeah, no, nah, no, no, nah, no, no, nah, no, yeah, yeah. Your life has become cumbersome. Nice. All right, all right. <laughs> Good job, guys. I like that. Awesome. 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 Those are some beauty yeah. guitars you got there. Gretsch. Shiny. I got like, I got, like uh, the Gretsch collection. You got the Gretsch collection. By, Those are nice. Gretsch jumbos right now. Damn. I don't want to bring the Taylor because it's like a newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those ones, if you drop, they're not going to cry.
have no clue what you guys are talking about because I'm not a musician and I don't understand any of that. Hey, there's the guy that helps booking the artist, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> I do not claim to do that I'm at all. Road drunk as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what. No, it sounds great, guys. Nice job. Thank you. You actually made me uh, kind of frustrated that I wasn't in the wheelie bar last year for that. For that. Yeah, I was like, wow, where the heck was I when these guys were playing? So I apologize. Hey, Friday at one this year? Yeah. Friday at one. We'll there. There's PT rubbing it in that I didn't remember they played in the wheelie bar last year. <laughs> remember Leave the guy that PT. booked us that didn't tell anybody where we were playing? That's awesome. I, I already I'm forgot kidding. about it. We're kidding. <laughs> I already forgot about it. Hmm. Now he's got guilt. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it means he's going to be buying our drinks for the next few weeks. Right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> there you go. It's the best part about this podcast being this this early compared to Lakes Jam, right? You got yeah. a lot of time. There's a lot of free beer at my house tonight. And if you guys. Are, <laughs> Or your house. Free beer at my house tonight. Just saying. Yeah, but you got to play with it. I know Jacob Orksom's playing, so we already have someone playing oh, okay. there tonight. So oh, nice. there's free beer at my house tonight if you guys want to come. So and, and music. Wayside. How'd you guys think of that name? Mm. Dude, it's up to them. We went too. through they a million see, of them. Yeah, oh. you guys got to start this out. We like Sofa Kings a lot. Sofa Kings. I love it. Yep. You got to Google the name. Yes. Yeah. yeah. First. And there was like one in every state. And we're like, we can't yeah, yeah. It could be... So there was five in Minnesota. Were, yeah. Well, you guys had the name before, before we ever met. And then we we went through names, and then it took, like, two months. We're, like, back and forth, Sofa Kings, all these stupid names. And we're, like, it just got ridiculous. And we're, like, fine, there's a band named Wayside out there somewhere, but we don't care. We're the brain. We're Minnesota Wayside. Wayside that's right. MN. That's, we're, that's our we chapter. Yeah. yeah. We haven't talked to the other guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're having some communication issues at the moment, but it's fine. We're pretty sure they're cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about your experience playing Lake Jam last year and, and kind of the feelings coming into this year. Well, i got to take this one. Take so it. We, we kind of started because of Lake Jam, honestly, to give you some. Hopper heard our stuff on SoundCloud. Trinity and I had to self-produce some tunes. And he basically reached. Chad showed him, showed Hopper our stuff, and Hopper's like, get, get a band together with these guys. Again. We'll get you on Lake Jam. So that's, that's how it started. Motivation. It was a motivator for sure. That's awesome. To get our shit together and just do it. And it's a weird thing. So. Chris and I worked together at a local internet provider, and uh, uh, during COVID and stuff, they produced these songs and put them on SoundCloud. And I had been playing with other musicians and stuff. And Chris and I had talked about playing together, and it just we just never found time. And all of a sudden, when he posted things on SoundCloud. I heard the songs, and I'm like, okay, whatever those guys are doing, like, I need to be a part of. I told my wife at the time, like, I need to go find out what's going on. I told Chris, I'm like, hey, awesome job on your songs. And, like, yeah, we should start jamming together. And Chris and I started jamming. We live four houses down from each other. So we started jamming in the garage and um, started having a connection. And then we brought Trin in, and then it was just things started happening, and we started doing recordings and clips of us practicing and passing them on to people that were involved in Lakes Jam, and then it happened to, we kind of had a Lakes Jam gig before we technically were a band. You know, mm. just we had the momentum oh. going, and we lined up things, and things were flowing, songs were sounding awesome, and it was a, last year was a lot of pressure to get a lot of songs done in a short amount of time to get certain gigs done. Well, so. what we learned, we're, we, we're trying not to play Brown Eyed Girl and Mustang Sally and do stuff like Wagon Wheel. Can y'all do Sugar Sugar by the Archies? It, no. Nope. <laughs> no? Not even for Ken? I deserve that. Do you do any original music? Have you written any of, of your own stuff? Yeah, we're some stuff. We're they have a few, but you yeah. know. 
We, we've been playing for years, me and Chris, Delta together really since we were teenagers in high school yeah. and uh, and whatnot. So when Chad came along, we, we've been playing, uh, I don't even know, since we were 15 years old yeah, and, uh, and whatnot. We've been best friends since we were, you know. We kicked around five. the idea to do a cover band for a long time. We just wanted to do something more like, I hate to say it, but millennial, like more of our generation. We go When you go to the bar, you hear the same damn songs every time, and we wanted to do something the oldest song we play is Ice Ice Baby. So No little Stand By Me. Oh, that it's old old song we do. Tra- you know, the Tracy Chapman versions. Still right. 90s. So one year from today, Set, we're going to do go, another yeah. podcast, and we're going to want to hear Probably original have, from like, you guys. Like 30 original so, songs, yeah. but you can tell like that the, the age difference from 16 to 23, 24, 25. Yeah, um, yeah it's definitely uh, the world's not ready for it. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what you keep so now they, okay. the, the world's on notice. In June, in June, June twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth, will be the world be ready? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. okay. There's a teaser. Right. Get your tickets right now. LakeJam.com. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna hear a Wayside Original at Lake Jam this year. That's what we I just, heard from Trinity. Right Gauntlet's there. been laid down. Yeah. So yeah, it's been laid down. <laughs> and just ask Ken if you need any liquid courage. Shots are on him. So. <laughs> yeah, and I say the funniest thing was like. You know, I played with multiple musicians, but never started a band until I met these guys because it was we had the same vision and the same musical interest. Mm-hmm. So when we get songs, we talk about we get really excited all three of us, and it really inspires us to really learn fast and quick. And it's, yeah, you're definitely the motivation for sure. I mean, we've been playing in a garage for the last six years. You know, hang out, get drunk, whatever, and yeah. uh, pretend a little bit, and then just the, you know, having some new. Somebody new to come in and, and uh, really push us has been a big thing. Yeah, absolutely, you know? but you know you're right about when when you get a lot of bands that do covers, you get a lot of the same old same old uh, standard classic rock stuff all the time, and you know you're you're keeping up with where audiences are going by. And I, I heard you guys out at St. Matthias, and I totally loved your your set list. Loved it. Thanks, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, we like to do the wow factor, like to bring on songs to where it's like takes a minute for them to realize what's going on. And but that's all the stuff that I loved listening to, you know, in the '90s and, and early aughts. So some of that stuff, really, you know, I'd be riding the school bus and, and hear it on the radio, and it, I'm like, I never thought we were we would play this kind of music um, as a cover band. Um, you know, like early on, Chris uh, was lead singer of a metal band when we were growing up and stuff like that, and then uh, we just did some kind of acoustic stuff and and whatnot, but. Uh, a lot of these songs, you know, are just from when we were kids. Is there a band or bands that inspired you guys? Miley Cyrus. See, that's what I was thinking. That's uh, why I couldn't even talk about that. was a big one for so me. So, I would, <laughs> like, the whole time I was, like, screwing up right there, I was thinking of Miley Cyrus. But, yeah, is there a band <laughs> Is there a band or a singer that really inspired you guys to sing this style? Or yeah, I, I would say, well, I'll get started. I have probably, like, a top five list. So, I would start with the band Cold. Scooter Ward, lead singer, is well, probably my... Yeah, we kind of all bonded over that band. Um, next for me would be Seven Dust, Chevelle, Bad Omens, and to like Volby. Like, that's kind of like my my list. But I think we all grew up on Cold, and that's kind of where we had the connection. Our jam room down there is like a cold shrine, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I would say um, I'm, I'm very multicultural, so I would say anything from, uh, you know, Joe Diffie, Tool, uh, Bush... Um, Today I like Morgan Wallen and uh, yeah. and stuff like that. A lot of uh, just a lot of different country new rock Hardy stuff. DMX, I like DMX. There you go. We might be learning a new Hardy song right now. Who, right. Who's that? Never heard of her. Hopefully, maybe, maybe he'll hear it. I don't know. It'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> last name. Yeah. All right. 
Your guys' heads are getting really huge, so we're going to move on. <laughs> so uh, something that uh, this, this this total credit to PT for starting this, but uh, Bill and I have been involved with it for a little bit too, but uh, the Midwest Country Music Organization. It's a, it's a huge deal for country music in the Midwest, and this is something that was championed by PT, and I, I'd like to him to just talk about it for a little bit. Cool, man. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, Midwest Country Music Organization is essentially just a a collection of artists, mostly you know in the Upper Midwest that are doing mostly country music or a variation of that. Uh, we have a couple hundred members now, um, really in Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, the Dakotas, and then certainly some uh, kind of some outliers in Indiana or, or Tennessee, you know, with with Nashville and whatnot. But yeah, just basically the whole premise was just you know. Right now, we have a lot of uh, talented artists specifically in the country realm in the upper Midwest, and I just think that they just didn't know each other as well as they could, and maybe just there was all these connections that, Mm -hmm. you know, with with radio station partners, you know, not unlike, you know, Bill here or other ones through the Hubbard, you know, connection that we've made uh, with them or just other, you know, I guess I'll just say like, again, other songwriters, whatever. And so we just had this idea, like, what if we all could create an organization where, you know, there was this ultimate goal of benefiting everybody, right? And this idea that like really as the waters rise, all ships rise with it. So we started the Midwest CMA, uh, which uh, I kid you not, we started the Midwest CMA and in the, in the meeting where we were talking about the name of it, uh, this is a true story. There's about a dozen of us sitting around and they're like, well, what if the CMA comes after us? Cease and desist. Cease and desist. And I'm like, whatever, man, it's weird. Be 10 <laughs> years before they even give a rip by the time. And, and I even said, if they come after us, that's a good thing. Cause we made it. Well, two and a half years into it, we yeah. had a season. We all get that call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was hilarious. So, yeah, yeah oh, it was amazing. God. So, funny until you have to move change yeah, to so, URL. So, I don't know. It was, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, just, I also say fate or, you know, really ultimately a cool thing that at the same time that we had a cease and desist, we, we literally had the pinnacle of our existence, <laughs> the Midwest CMA um, uh, award show. Everything was going great. The organization had never been bigger. And then a dual uh, threat of a cease and desist and a global pandemic yeah. at the same time. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, wow, wow, wow. You got the sounder over there? Hit the, you know, uh, hit the cricket sounder. But anyway, so. I, I'm going I'm to interject here. <laughs> we came back as Midwest CMO yeah. and we're bigger and better than we've ever been. And yeah. we're just super, you know, grateful for, you know, certainly the support of Lakes Jam, given the, you know, stage opportunity to Midwest CMO artists uh, to, you know, places like Bill with B93.3, you know, playing, um, you know, original independent artistry. And, you know, it's just, it's a really cool place where we are right now. So uh, ironically enough, it worked out for the better, but it was, there was some, some dire times there. We were like, oh damn, what's going to go on now? <laughs> yeah. But PT, you've been such an important part of all that. And, and I just want to say that to everybody that's listening from Lakes Jam and everywhere else, the Midwest CMO, there's a lot of great people that are involved with Midwest CMO, but it, it started with you and it continues to just bloom with you. And thank you very much for everything you do for all the artists in the Midwest CMO and for this whole, the whole Midwest music industry we appreciate yeah, it cool man i appreciate it very yeah. much and, it, it is so awesome that yeah. that you know you look at other areas of the country you've got texas which has their huge uh the texas country music sound is right there. i mean they've got an organization there there it's like the midwest you, you think a country is a kind of southern centric format in a lot of ways yeah there's a lot of southern centric things going on 
And but there's so many talented people who aren't there that you know are up here. So uh, to have an opportunity to to get together and support each other, it's huge. It's massive, and to have uh, an organization doing that is uh, is and and the show. I got to give a shout out to the. Uh, Midwest Country Music original show because <laughs> uh, that was one of the things that at that last CMO uh, award show before all hell broke loose, um, we were we were sitting around talking about what wouldn't it be great if we had a show that highlighted and and we could do this and and sure as shit here we are we were talking about Midwest Country Music originals. And uh, and PT putting that together, and with the help of a lot of radios. How many stations are we up to now? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. We got 25 syndicated radio stations yeah. now. And so, yeah, I mean, if you happen to be listening and you're in the country music realm, or, you know, to be honest, if you're just a musician in general, I mean, you know, to these guys in Wayside, I mean, I think that there is, you know, there, there's some carryover between country and other genres. Like, obviously, if somebody's doing a, a hard rock or heavy metal or whatever, it's probably not going to be as beneficial. But there's a lot of people in our org and, and Ken and Bill, you guys can, you know, that are, are, I would definitely say like country adjacent, you know what yeah. I mean? So Hardy's like, not hard rock too. I mean, yeah, well at this point, I mean, like <laughs> yeah. hard, think about that, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's like, about as much, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you know, go like, far both directions. Right. With that right. One. right. So yeah, I would say, so it's, yeah, it's midwestcountrymusic.org. Uh, please appreciate the opportunity and, and, uh, thanks for the, the kudos, man. We appreciate it. All right. So, uh, y'all ready to rock again? Well, and you know what? How awesome would it be if someone on the rock side of the world did something like this? Oh, for sure. You know, yeah. I mean, but where do you go with that? Yeah. Are there yeah. options? Yeah. I mean, I mean, we play some country stuff too. Me and Chad just got back from Nashville last month. Um, some of the biggest talents I've ever seen. And, and uh, um, you know, some of the songs we took back from, from there, um, we got a few new country things We're coming out. More country. Um, add more country because it seems to be like everybody likes. But still, I I love you guys as rock. Oh, so so I mean, same like Midwest CMO. Where's the rock side of this? Is there someone on the rock side with all the radio stations that's willing to push the rock envelope and build the rock genre? Yep. That would be rock.org. Let me check it out right now. We're going to get I know, I know, PT, you don't, you don't need much more to do, do you, PT? You need something else to do? Go with, go with MTV. I don't I've never heard of that. There'll be no, not, there will be no cease and desist with MTV, I'm sure. You got to put like a P after it. All right, you guys rock. If you could only see the way she loves me, then maybe you'd understand why I feel this way about our love and what I must do. If you could only see how blue her eyes can be when she says, when she says she loves me Well you got your reasons And you got your lies And you got your manipulations they cut me down to size 
say you love, but you don't give your love because you won't. If you could only see the way she loves me, then maybe you would understand why I feel this way about our love and what I must do. If you could only see how blue her eyes give me when she says When she says she loves me Seems a road less traveled Shows happiness unravel And you gotta take a little dirt To give what you love That's what you gotta do now Say you love but you don't Give your love cause you Say you love but you don't Give your heart when you can If you could only see the way she loves me Then maybe you would understand Why I feel this way about our love And what I must do If you could only see how blue her eyes can't be when she says When she says she loves me Yeah, yeah They say you love, but you don't give your love, cause you won't. Say you love, but you won't give your heart when you can. If you could only see the way she loves me, then maybe you would understand. Why I feel this way about our love And what I must do If you could only see how blue her eyes can be When she says When she says she loves me Wow. So guys, what was your first song that you learned? Together? Yeah, together. <laughs> together? By myself? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a well. Sometimes I learn songs. Not, a, not in the shower, not in the car, like together. Yeah. Really? Really? Well, for you guys, it was different. Well, yeah, we did. But that. yeah. Well, we can say it was Silver Chair. Silver Chair Suicidal Dream was yeah. the first song that Chris and I were Angsty teenage yeah. stuff. But the three the three of us I would say it was uh Running Blind by Godsmack. Started out slow and chill. And then we evolved into like we we do uh This is how we do it by uh what's the dude? Montel, Montel Jordan. 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 Yeah. 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 And, uh, and stuff like that. 
So uh, we're starting to throw Sorry. a little more of those hip hoppy, <laughs> funny things, doing it our own wayside style and uh, and whatnot. So when we do, this is how we do it. It's uh, um, Rindered Lakes does it like nobody does. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's good. Cool. And we throw our own stank on the stuff, and, and yeah. it really works out. And all three, you're all from here, from Brainerd area. Yep. All right, switching gears. Mr. Satry. What up? I hear that 93.3 is going to be something doing something a little different in the Concert Bowl this year. We, we've, we've toyed with this in the past and kind of poked it with a stick. And this year I, I have uh, the blessing from the uh, corner office to go ahead and uh, see if we can't do our little uh, own listener zone for our 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 crew. Nice. So doing like a listener zone for the B93.3 uh, Brainerd Lakes area listeners and uh, some of our advertisers and stuff at Lakes Jam in the concert bowl. And what that would mean is, you know, there'd be some uh, special things going on there. We'd have uh, little games and events and things like that in our little uh, little area. And So um, if, if Wayside wanted to come in there and play yeah. for a little bit on some countryside, they'd Absolutely. be welcome? Absolutely. There you awesome. go. I mean, I'm I'm thinking of you know with with the blessing of Lakes Jam possibly throwing a, a, a little stage in there and uh, working with some of our other partners to uh, put on a little party zone in there that uh, you know could be going on in between shows and and keeping things lively. Well, we we are more than a music festival, but we still like the music part of the yeah. festival. So if you've got some extra music going on in your area, we're all for it. You know, we we've been thinking about things like you know you, you got the bags tournaments and all those different things and. And, uh, you know, just adding another, uh, another area to keep it interesting, keep people uh, engaged and having a good time throughout the, uh, the full weekend event. Well, that goes back to that family vibe of like the event as yeah, a whole. Absolutely. I mean, I think like like the musicians become part of that, and you know, it's like, hey, Wayside play this stage before, and then they're going to come over here and mm-hmm. you know, you know, play the B ninety three stage or the Midwest CMO. Maybe they're playing in a you know a VIP stage or whatever, and they're going to come over and you know hang in the Wolf Den or whatever yeah. at some point in time. So I just think that that kind of becomes when when you talk about like more than a music festival, like what does that mean? I think not only it's the activities going on there, but just the the culture that we're trying to create at Lake Sham, where it is just, it's like, yeah, there's the main, you know, stage acts going on, but then there's, there's so many other things that sort of happen alongside of that. And it's just, Hey man, buckle up and, and yeah. let her buck, you know, buckle up. So, so when like are we going to have a karaoke um, competition at Lake Sham? <laughs> Karaoke? Oh or my karaoke? gosh. Uh, uh, I, I don't know what the right way to say that's that. That's actually on so, the next podcast. No, karaoke is oh, like goodness. the thing you do it in gym, like the, the leg, leg, leg. I know. Leg, I get them confused. That's yeah. what I'm asking. I think it's karaoke. But I always say karaoke. I was just trying to be professional oh, here. Gosh. But anyway, when are we gonna have a, a non-professional singing competition in like the zoo? Why, do you want Maddie to come sing right now? Is that why you're saying? Well, that? I wouldn't think of that, but that's not a, not a bad idea. <laughs> She's a good singer. She's a very good. Wait, singer. what's your go-to karaoke song? Uh, uh, he karaoke has done one. Just, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we just got back from Mexico, okay? <laughs> and he uh, had a few drinks in him, and they did one, and it was his first ever time doing karaoke. It was, and it was. It was. Um, Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Thank like you. saying, hey, I'm going to do Whitney Houston. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, see, I didn't want to blow everybody out the water yeah. with Whitney Houston, so I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll Take pretend a I'm an down. actor, it's not a, a singer. I'm Bradley <laughs> Cooper, you know. I sort of look like him, everyone says, you know. I, yeah, I, I give him a lot of props. He did, did a good job. He has good stage presence, and uh, myself as somebody who was saying, like, chorally pretty much all my life, see, I, I didn't even I don't remember do any of it. Yeah. So. Just, just for you, Jacob, Tuesday night at Lakes Jam, you can rock the girl. That's Jacob's night. 
<laughs> I've heard I've heard June 29th is a great karaoke Yeah, we'll have a whole stage for you. <laughs> 4 a.m. You're set. I'm down. Oh my That's gosh. Great. Uh but but speaking of more than a music festival, there's a reason why uh we're bringing this podcast to our listeners and the big thing is is we people want to hear the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So, uh we have obviously you guys have, or have a lot to do with what's going on behind the scenes leading up to that. Uh so kind of same question for both of you. Tell us a little bit about what the preparation looks like leading into Lakes Jam and kind of uh you know what that experience is behind the scenes for those listeners who who don't know. Yeah. Uh you know, you know as far as like you know, we're giving away tickets and, and doing the contests and all that stuff to get get people jazzed about it. You know, the ones that, that haven't bought their tickets already. Yeah, because, you know, like we were talking about before, a lot of times it's like, all right, you know, <laughs> you know you've got a friend that won tickets and, and they're going, well, you don't want to miss out. So FOMO. FOMO, right. Yep. right? I heard FOMO is playing yeah. Tuesday, <laughs> Thursday, and Friday. <laughs> and so, you know, we, you got you got buds that are going to be there hanging out, camping, and having fun. You don't want to not be part of it. And so promoting that and, of course, uh, you know, talking about the event coming up. And, you know, we've got to, you know, get in there and get set up ahead of time. You know, as far as the as far as that goes, um, you know, our setup is, is always been a little fun. We bring in our mobile studio and we have, uh, you know, get that all set up ahead of time. And, uh, that's usually on Wednesday. And then there is the, the local night with a lot of things going on with, uh, you know, local bands and, and rock and, and then, uh, throughout the weekend, it's like, we literally live out there just like everyone else does. Mm -hmm. So the, in the entire radio station pretty much takes place out at the track and out at Lakes Jam. So the morning show, the uh, afternoon show, everybody uh, takes turns out there being part of it. And uh, it's it's pretty exciting and fun because you, you see so many people. I mean, you, you, it's the whole community is out there, too, on top of it, our guests from uh, around the region. And they're coming to see, you know, the event they're coming to see be a part of it with you and, and yeah. the staff and everything um i feel like from the city standpoint with with the wolf and with jack fm you know one of the things that we do that is is really important to us is you know obviously most of our listeners are coming from the city so like when we give away tickets we want to make sure that we're giving away the tickets and the experience so like lakes jam has been really really good about making it so that when we give away tickets it's tickets and camping right so or at least it's tickets and a camping spot for them because the last thing we want to do to our listeners is be like hey here's some tickets to lakes jam now figure out where you're going to stay or whatever right it's more just like hey here's tickets here's camping we got you set up we literally joke with them hey we're like hey do you have a tent or are you bringing a camper you know and then it's like if they don't have a camper we're like oh hint hint wink wink we may know some people too here, right yeah. Yeah. But, you know it just i think it's just all about again like creating that experience and and really what bill said is living the experience right along with you know because we because ultimately in addition to being you know personalities on the air like we're also country music fans you know like oftentimes you know we take in the festival you know a, a certain portion of it as as like workers or volunteers on behalf of the festival and and maybe ambassadors to our brands and to lake jam as a whole but like a big part of it is also we're just country fans and we yeah. want to watch dustin lynch rocket up there or hardy or mitchell tenpenny or chris lane or whatever so on on wayside's behalf i'm a rock fan too 
So thanks yeah. for coming yeah. here today. Honestly, yeah. We're talking a lot of country, but yeah. I love the rock side too. So but just you know saying. What? I, I, I love the rock as well. And, and I love, you know, a lot of years we've been out there, you know, we get all jazzed up and during rock night and then, you know, that carries over for us too. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm thinking of some years past where we've been up on the side stage for, uh, was it, which one was it? That, that was so well, one of the best nights. Oh I mean, three God. doors down. So was that was awesome. the one. Like, that was the one. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, was, that was so, yeah. that was Collective nice. Soul. Collective yeah. Soul. Yeah. Collective like, Soul was awesome. I like Collective Soul that <laughs> better that night. They were so good. I like them yeah. both. And but. keep in mind, the other thing too, that was cool about that. So that was, if I, if I'm correct, that was a Saturday, right? So it was the other way around with mm-hmm. kind yeah, of rock being yeah, towards yeah. the end or whatever. And so there were a lot of country fans like myself who had, you know, obviously stuck around for the entire weekend. Yeah, and right. so I, I do think that um, I don't, I don't want to say that it's unique only to Lakes Jam, but it's right. definitely something that, you know, to come to a music festival and get both genres yeah. is cool. So, like, don't get me wrong. Like, and as we already talked about, like, these guys on Wayside are already talking about how, hey, man, country and rock can go together. Hardy is very much, you know, um, both sides of the equation. You know, heck, Brantley Gilbert and Nickelback just announced a tour together oh, of gosh. all places. So, That's like, awesome. the idea that, like, country music is, is like – you know, is so, um, I guess, siloed or whatever. Right. It's such an old school thought process. It's totally not the case anymore. I think most people listening probably know that. And, and a lot of a lot of our music fans are, are you know, people aren't one dimensional. Yeah, they're just music fans. They're music fans. There's a lot more of that going on. It, you know, you get, you know, you don't need to be pigeonholed. You can you can be a fan and, and, and like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Queensryche on one side and then be uh, a, a fan. Uh, I was going to say Miley Cyrus would be a bad example. <laughs> really Taylor bad. Swift? Taylor Swift. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's like you got your cat. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no doubt as an ownership group for Lakes Jam, the question every year is always like country rock, keep doing both, split yeah. it, do two different events, whatever. But I don't know. In my heart, I just love the fact that it's country and rock both. Yeah. yeah and, and we just – really want to keep promoting that and i don't know someday maybe it changes maybe not i just i think it needs to stay country and rock it makes us different and it just brings a lot of different people together sure. for the weekend otherwise they might be going different directions right, right. but i don't know i'm kind of rambling but i i love the fact that lake sham is staying country and rock there's a lot of you know there's a lot of country music festivals that are country only let's be honest yeah, right yeah. and there's a lot of events that are more of like you know, a rock event. So for to for Lake Sham to have um, more of a, a, a unique proposition to be able to have them both, it's I think inclusive. it does. It does. It absolutely is. I think it's a good play. Yeah. So then we need to make it EDM country and rock <laughs> next year. Yeah. Sounds Start like we're punching the night. ceiling on See, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been telling Ken for years we need to do like a 90s rap night out there as well. Oh so, yep. yeah. Lake Sham headliner next year, about like Kanye. Smash Mouth Start and with the karaoke. No, Smash Mouth no. is good. I think we need to go get like... Um, <laughs> Oh, stop it. Nelly. There it Ice is. Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube. He's no. playing locally here. Yeah. <laughs> we can steal him. <laughs> no, but you think about like the, the idea of touring as a band, right? You want to yeah. help spread the message of your of what you're doing. And if you get a va- festival like this where you have people who are showing up for the rock or for the country and you get to see both, you know, you're you're promoting the, the band and you're getting people to kind of mix those genres together. And, you know, you find new fans every single time they, we do this. As a as a music fan, like my, my wife likes to sing rock. I mean, the band that she mm-hmm. was in uh, performed in the VIP tent a couple years ago, and they do rock. But she also does country too. So it's like, 
you know, we're just fans of music. And, right. and that's really right. what uh, I, I think an event like this really is great for is like, you don't need to be one or the other. <laughs> you could you could enjoy the whole thing. Exactly. Right. All right, so uh, we're we're killing it for this podcast. We're like running longer than any other podcast okay, so far. Uh -oh. yeah. All right, Great. I don't think it's a problem. But so there, there's two things that absolutely need to get done. Mm -hmm. Number one, PT, just talk about living foundation. We have so Eric Hopajoki Hopper on our team is heavily involved with Smiles for Jake, but uh, PT started up the Living Foundation or. You started or, or part of starting it. I think you started yep, it, right? Yep, I was the founder, yep. Uh, of the Living Foundation. And then after that, I think we need Wayside to jam one more time. But if there's anything else anybody needs to talk about. But let's start with PT and then whatever else that needs to get discussed. And then Wayside will finish it off. Yeah. Um, so, you know, first of all, thanks for the opportunity. I guess the Living Foundation is, is essentially our organization. We're a 501c3 nonprofit that is 100% volunteer run. And we're all about starting conversations about mental health and mental wellness in order to prevent the, the stigma around, you know, mental illness, essentially, and prevent suicide. Uh, I personally have a story with that. I, I lost my father to suicide in 2013. And I, as you mentioned, I know that uh, Hopper has a, um, a personal loss with, with Jake as well, too. And, and the Smiles for Jake movement is something that the Living Foundation has um, supported, you know, with, with a lot of different things, both in a small ways financially and certainly just like uh, from a promotional standpoint. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, we, we've all been through a lot of... <laughs> a lot of crap, I would say in the last like a uh, few years specifically to say the least amongst um, other things. And frankly, you know, one of the things that's been really positive about uh, kind of the last couple years is that people are much more in tune now about using the, the, the mental wellness conversation, right? Like, how are you feel? like, how are you really doing? And, um, you know, 10 years ago when we started living, um, and I'm by no means am I saying that like we had anything to do with it or, or, or anything in particular, but like there was just not as much conversation. Like the idea of you and I, or all of us talking about our own mental health, our mental wellness, like was not nearly as okay as it is today, which, which really is a good thing. And I think ultimately all we're trying to do is live in is kind of like the pink of breast cancer. When you see the color pink and people coming together and creating a community, uh, you know, there's nothing inherently positive about breast cancer answer other than uh, beating it, right? Like, but but through the color pink or even through Smiles for Jake, we, we create communities, right? We create um, a togetherness. We create the fact that, hey, you know what? You've been going through this or whatever. So with living, you know, we have shirts and hats and bracelets and whatever. And the idea is when you see somebody supporting the living movement, you know, you can really rest assured that that person is probably either been affected by, you know, mental illness, by suicide in some capacity, and ultimately like gives you a reason to open up, start a conversation, or just, you know, kind of create a, a little bit of a space to say, you know what, man, like it's okay um, if you've been, you know, through the ringer and back. Cause again, uh, like if we've all, if we've all probably been there and back, like we've all probably, you know, battled some demons in some capacity. So that's what living is all about. Um, we've done a lot of, uh, things we, we've got a music festival of our own that, uh, some people from Lake Sham have been to, which has been awesome. That's in September. I hear that. I hear they have a really good headliner. You just can't announce them until June. <laughs> probably after Lake Sham. We don't want to get any, uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's not gonna, I wish we were connected 
connected to Lakes Jam from a headliner standpoint. We don't have that scratch yet with Living <laughs> Music Festival. But uh, no, I think in general, we have a music festival. We do a lot of speaking engagements with schools. Um, you know, uh, we, we have some financial grant opportunities. One thing I will say is we have a camp living experience. If anybody's listening right now that has unfortunately suffered a loss by suicide, we offer a, a camp experience, which is basically like a weekend retreat experience um, that is essentially completely paid for by sponsors um, for the family to try to rekindle the family structure and to find a level of hope and healing that they so desperately need. Um, and so that's something that I really like, I'm, we're very, very proud of with Camp Living. We had um, eight families last year in August um, coming from everywhere from Minnesota to Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, and even as far as Arizona. One family that lost uh, uh, an 18-year-old daughter drove all the way from Arizona to participate in our Camp Living experience to try to find some some peace and hope and whatnot. So uh, yeah, livingfoundation.org and, and uh, you know, appreciate the, the opportunity, appreciate the opportunity to connect with uh, Smiles for Jake. I think we're going to be on site doing some fun stuff, maybe having some uh, combined t-shirts or whatever too. So the living, what's the date on the living festival? Uh, so, so September 15th and 16th. Yep. So it's a great event. If you get a chance, it's down at ERX at, uh, oh, yeah. at the racetrack yep. in Elk it's, River. To be honest, it's kind, it's very much like a small version of Lake Jam, yep. right? I mean, it's probably only 1500 people, a couple thousand people. So it's, it's pretty small, awesome but event. you know, it's, it's, it's very much contained that way in terms of at ERX motor park. And, and, uh, yeah, we, or appreciate anybody that, that comes on now. And, and you know, if you're in the Brainerd Lakes area and you want to get down to it, it's, it's only an hour south of Garrison. Oh, really? I, honestly, like super fast. ERX trip. is probably, you could probably get people coming from Brainerd Lakes oh, yeah. area oh, yeah. as much as you could like Lakeville or whatever, like south of the city. It it's take us less it's time e easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. All right. Anybody have anything else before we have Wayside? Yeah. I, I don't know what Wayside's doing on September 9th. September 9th. Yeah, Lakes what are you Rodeo. doing on September 9th? Lakes Rodeo. Oh, I can't think. Oh, yeah? Oh, Lakes, Lakes Rodeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what we're doing. Yeah, nice. Carolyn texted me and said I should ask you to that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Ken, I wanted to tell you that uh, last year at Lakes Jam, I noticed that a lot of people were bringing their kids, and uh, and i never seen that at a music festival before. Right. So this year, um, my, my son is a super big fan of Skillet. Oh, and, yeah. and so they're playing oh, like cool. Thursday night, I think. So, uh, so I'm bringing him. Well, it's a good thing Buck Cherry's not coming this year then. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, because we'll last time about. we had Skillet, Buck Cherry played before so the last them, time and that we had was Skillet. That was my son's, my my younger son's very first concert. Was it? It was. And, no, and but that's awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's cool. Great experience. Awesome. It is eight and under are free at Lakes Jam. Sixteen and under, we recommend you be with an adult. So, <laughs> just saying. Especially in the campgrounds. I, I should be with an adult. I was going to say, <laughs> two out of three Wayside members, we recommend being with an adult as well. <laughs> <laughs> Third one's the chaperone. All right, you guys rock the end of this show now. Are Am I loud and clear, or am I breaking up? Am I still your charm, or am I just bad luck? Are we getting closer, or are we just getting more lost? I'll show you mine, if you show me yours first. Let's compare scars, I'll tell you whose. 
is worse than let's unwrite these pages, replace them with the wrong words. Cause we live on front porches and swing life away. We get by just fine here on minimum wage. If love is a labor, I'll slave till the end. I won't cross these streets until you hold my hand. Been here so long, think that it's time to move. Winter's so cold, summer's over too soon. Let's pack our bags and settle down where palm trees grow. Cause I've got some friends, some that I hardly know. We've had some times I wouldn't trade for the world. We chase these days down with talks of places that we will go. Cause we live on front porches and swing life away. We get by just fine here on minimum wage. If love is a labor, I'll slave till the end. I won't cross these streets until you hold my hand. Until you hold my hand. I'll show you mine if you show me yours first Let's compare scars, I'll tell you whose Is worse and let's unwrite these pages Replace them with the wrong words Cause we live on front porches and swing life away We get by just fine here on minimum wage If love is a labor, I'll slave till the end I won't cross these streets until you hold my hand Swing life away Swing life away Swing life away Swing life away Thank you, Lake Sham. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Appreciate you.